All right, we are continuing the Idlewild experience and interviews, and uh, this is someone, uh, uh, your honor in the mix, uh, a judge from the city of Detroit, 36th District Court, uh, representing Idlewild and the Idlewild experience since being a child as well. That's correct. So just say hello to all your listeners. Appreciate your interviewing, man. It's major. major. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so my experience and my history in Idlewild is at this point I'm about probably fourth generation family member. Mm. Uh, family probably goes back to the 40s, mm. if not the 30s, but I think the 40s. And uh, my brother and I were born in the late 1970s, and my parents have been packing us up and taking us up there ever since now. Then we can drive, and we drive mm. ourselves up. Uh, it's very much a story for me that run, runs kind of counter what everybody says uh, says about what Idlewild was. It's very much about what Idlewild is to me, and it's very it's been something that's been omnipresent mm. in my life since the 1970s. And uh, you know, oftentimes it, there's a narrative run about abandonment, which it's not ne- to a degree that is true, but overwhelmingly the 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 property that's owned on the lake, you know who those owners are. They're still very much present. It's about a 110-acre lake. It's an all-sports lake. Uh, fish. You know, I've I've grown up being 11 years old and catching catching dinner. Like, mm-hmm. the fish I caught, my mom would cook the same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, you know, my brother and I, were kind of grown now. So we have kind of the big boy toys. We, you have, we have a boat to play with, a jet ski. Um, and essentially, from... The last weekend in April to the second weekend in November, I try to get up there as much as I can. Okay. All right. So that's kind of in the mix already right now. So Judge Blunt there, is is that different than Child Blunt? Meaning like when you were a kid, what was Idlewild to you versus what is it to you today? Okay. So going back to my kid, I I have to kind of explain. Just first of all, I want to say that, you know, Idlewild, Michigan is, is a place where everybody can run own property. And my parents were some hardworking blue-collar people that were able to provide this. They made it a priority to provide this for my brother and I. Mm. So my real story is this. When we got out of school in June, my mm-hmm. mother's a school teacher. So from basically the middle of June till it was time to go back to school in September, we stayed in Idlewild the whole time. Mm. So I, I, I didn't spend any summers in the city until I was a teenager and got a job. Okay. And funny part is, is that my grandmother also owns a house directly across the lake from mm. my house. And then on my side of the lake, the, my two, the two, two homes next to me on the left are owned by my cousins. Hmm. So it's a deep family history up there. But oddly enough, a lot of the things that I did as a child, I do as an adult. Mm. Like a lot of riding a bike up there just for recreation or to, or to try and stay in shape. It's a great place to do that. I still fish. You know, I have to get a fishing license now. When you're a kid, you don't have to get one. But get the fishing license every year. Uh, you know, catch it, clean it, and consume it all in the same day. Mm. I still do that as an adult. Uh, the jet skis, and that's kind of a new addition to the, mm-hmm. to, to the experience now. Uh, but another th- uh, something else is, that's great about Idlewild is uh, Lake Michigan is only like 25 minutes away. Mm. So you can just shoot to Lake Michigan for the first half of the day or something like that, go splash around in a pretty popular resort community called Ludington, Michigan. Mm-hmm. It's right there on the edge. And, then, and, another, and another thing to kind of help people geographically, if anybody's been to Fair State University, Big Rapids, Michigan, 
Idlewild is about 25 minutes away from Big Rapids. Literally, the 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 closest Meyer and Walmart is mm-hmm. in Big Rapids, Michigan. That's where we go mm-hmm. in the closest like Lowe's is in mm-hmm. Big Rapids, Michigan. So it's kind of geographically where we are, and then a, maybe an hour and 10 minutes away from Traverse City. Okay, so owning property there. Yes. Uh, you said blue collar people, and yeah. it's something that's reasonable for for everyone to experience the Idlewild ownership experience as well. Yeah. Uh, what has it been like in just keeping up with that property, uh, the community there? What is that? Great question. So, the I have a, a net. I've been up there years and years and years. Obviously, kind of a legacy thing. So I have a a, a nice group or foundation of friends and contacts mm-hmm. who live up there year round. Mm-hmm. So anybody who's interested in owning property up there, it's important that you develop that relationship because those people are the people who you can call in the winter when a storm comes through and maybe knock down some trees. Hey, you know, could you do a quick pass by my property? Because mm-hmm. one of the fears that a lot of the summer people who own summer homes, and I'm pretty sure it's throughout the state, not just in Idlewild, is when they come up in the spring for the first time, they're like, man, I hope a tree mm-hmm. didn't fall on my property. But that's part of the property owning experience. That's one of the maintenance, some one of the issues of maintenance that you have mm-hmm. to do. Because my brother and I, one of our plans for this year is to clean up the timber on our property, mm-hmm. in particular anything that's leaning mm-hmm. close to the house. That's an added expense. I mean, obviously. And then winterizing. What what is winterizing? That? So you can winterize it on your own. There's a certain process to blowing out your pipes, putting antifreeze in your drains. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's a going back to that network of people who do live up there and that that provide those services caretaker services mm-hmm. exactly so you know find a good reliable caretaker and you'll be in pretty good hands mm-hmm. you can usually find out who a good reliable one is from the people who already own property up there like if somebody say hey I'm a new property owner up here because you give me a referral to a caretaker I could give them the exact number to call like when you get problems and it's been spoke about just the the community atmosphere. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the the culture and everything. And your family's been there for generations. So is it one of those things where you know who's new and it, is it uh, the the idea, the, the sitcom American town where people come over like, hey, we, we just saw you bought that place. What's going on? It is. Because uh-huh. usually when, when there's a new property owner, the pre-existing property owners, we, we usually get a little excited. Like, uh-huh. oh, man, somebody new, he got a, yeah, nice, uh-huh. he's got a nice slick little boat. Uh-huh. What's his name? And then you go over and you know, you might catch up with him out on the water, mm-hmm. or you know, roll over to his dock or something like that, and be like, "Hey, man, how you doing? I got the place right over here." And there's people from uh, when Idaho was at its peak. It pulled from all over the country as far as blacks looking to find a place for entertainment and sanctuary mm-hmm. during segregation. But the tightest communities were, say, like, of course, like Flint, Detroit. Saginaw, local in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Outside of Michigan, a lot of people from Chicago still own property there. Indianapolis and Cleveland are still, there's a lot of still tr- some traditional property owners. And we do still have new property owners that are also from out of state. So there's that connection still there, even though it, it wasn't as strong as it was. But I'm pretty sure an event like this and getting on your podcast is going to help strengthen that. Exactly. So uh, we always talk about what Detroit is different, the culture of Detroit. So no with the culture and the programming being involved here, it's going to be a lot of music, DJing, different things yes. like that. What what have you seen with some of the people that are offering this new form of entertainment, the new events, the new programming, the new presentations? Uh, what has that brought to Idlewild that 
you haven't so much seen. So what I would like, what I do like about some of these, what I do like about some of these new events, and it's great because I am fortunate to be a property owner up there, and I understand that that's a very lucky position I am. And I mean, anybody who can afford a second home in America is in mm-hmm. a for- fortunate, blessed position, and I don't take that for granted. But for what a lot of these other these newer events that are weekend events is someone who maybe can't afford it or has the means but doesn't want to dedicate themselves or commit themselves to that type of real estate investment. This is something that they can come to and plug into for a weekend, get a dose of what Idlewild is like, and then head back to the city that they came from. And hopefully it'll it'll leave a, a everlasting and a, a, a positive uh, impression Mm-hmm. And they'll help spread the word and come back year after year and maybe bring more people with them. So for a lot of years, though, it was just kind of the existence of the, oh, the people traditional that property mm-hmm. owners who, you know, of course you have your year-round community, and they connect with the uh, summer residents in the summertime. And mm-hmm. uh, now it's it's because when Idlewild was at its peak, it w- it was it wasn't peaking because of property owners. Mm-hmm. It was peaking because of masses of people that just wanted to visit that community. And I see that traction again, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a beautiful thing. Mm. I love it. Okay. Now, what about the people that are there like you? Are you going to some of these new events? Are you checking it I out? Do. Seeing the food and seeing the people, the music? So what's, what's, what's great, well, it's, it's working out well, is that a lot of the people who are a part of these new events mm-hmm. are not traditional Idlewild people. Mm-hmm. But a, someone like me, who's a traditional person, uh, and of course, the traditional year-round residents are really kind of helping mm. point these, point somebody that has a grand new idea in the right direction. Okay, well, if you want to go there, mm-hmm. you need to go to the township office, see about a permit. This particular person, I know he vends something. He might be able to add some value to the event if you could establish a relationship with him. So, for a lot of these uh, organizations and these, I guess, call them entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you what know, they I just, need if they the ask me a question, the, the I'm community not shy. has been supportive of I it. am not shy with supplying them okay. any kind of information. And, uh, and how much do you need to bring up there? I know, like, is it like uh, I'm bringing in bandwidths of internet and speakers and everything right. like that? Or so is to, it to put on a grand production, uh, you would have to, well, you would need your traditional. Setups. Yeah, you're basically going to have to bring in all this. <laughs> okay. I got There's you. There's no. Uh, well, say As for instance, yet, if you wanted not, to rent okay. a production company, mm-hmm. you would have to tap into one in maybe Big Rapids or Ludington or mm-hmm. Traverse City. And there's another, there's another uh, real heavy resort community up there. Excuse me, uh, Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Lake Cadillac's not too far away. Uh, Grand Rapids is also a little more than an hour or so. Okay. Uh, you will, but you know most Grand Productions. Pretty much We're gonna bring, bring their equipment our own. with them in, right? Because they have their own equipment yes, that they like to operate mm-hmm. with. So I know they've had some success doing that. So that's that's great. The mom- momentum's there. Okay. So it's uh great. Love it. All right. So with that being said, thank you so much. All right. Appreciate. it. I encourage everyone come and embrace Idlewild, Michigan. Enjoy the experience. It is there for you. It's a 110 acre all sports lake. Mm-hmm. Uh. Don't be afraid to wave at me if you see me up there on my boat. Okay, (laughs) will do. Thank you. All right, thank you.